Hi everyone, today is February 24th, 2024, and this is Read Through the New Testament. And today we are going to finish up Luke chapter 18, and then we are going to start the book of Hebrews. We'll read Hebrews 1. Yeah, Hebrews is one of my favorite books in all the Bible. <laughs> yep, so we get to start I that. think when I preached through it at Rock Valley Bible Church, it was like um, one of my favorite preaching series ever that hmm. I did. I think the amazing thing with Hebrews is that you memorized the whole book yep. and recited it. Yeah. So that's because... a, that's a fun trivia fact that we'll ask you guys about. <laughs> okay. I can't say it anymore. I memorized <laughs> it in a different version than the ESV. So, uh, um, but I did, and it made it took me but two you... years. It took me two years to memorize it, and I did, and I memorized it because Hebrews is a sermon. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that yes. when we come. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, anyway, this is Luke chapter 18, starting in verse 18. And a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, All these I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But when he heard these things, he became very sad, for he was extremely rich. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, What is impossible with man is possible with God. And Peter said, See, we have left our homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God, who will not receive many times more in this time and in the age to come eternal life. Yeah, lots of good things to for us to reflect upon as rich Americans. Yeah. The poorest among us are richer than 90% of the world. <clears throat> and how difficult it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. So it's just God in his grace has to show us our sin and show us our need. Mm. Uh, Verse 31, and taking the 12, he said to them, see, we are going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written about the son of man by the prophets will be accomplished for he will be delivered over to the Gentiles and will be mocked and shamefully treated and spit upon after flogging. They will kill him. And on the third day he will rise. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them and they did not grasp what was said. It's a very clear prediction he made there. And they didn't understand. Yeah. Okay, verse 35. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? 
And he said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Okay, simple stories about the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. And then about another prediction of uh, his death, burial, and resurrection. And then a blind beggar as his sight recovered in mm-hmm. Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yep. blind beggar in Jer- Jericho. So that this chapter had six main things, which might be hard to fit in your whole... Yeah. Summary. To choose the the biggest, most important would be fine. Okay, Hebrews chapter 1. And uh, we'll review this in class on Tuesday more. Yeah, we'll we'll cover an overview of the book of Hebrews on Tuesday in class. Yeah, it's one of the more complicated books of the Bible just because it refers quotes from the Old Testament so, so many times. And yet it is so Christological, pointing to the gospel of Christ and how it should change our lives. Christological would mean like centered on Christ, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Thank you for <laughs> interpreting those things. Okay. Long ago and many times in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things through whom also he made the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels. That's the key to chapter 1, that uh, Jesus is superior to the angels. As the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, who makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment. Like a robe, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will have no end. And to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Yep. I think a good summary of chapter one is Jesus is superior to angels. Yeah, or better than angels. Better than the angels. Mm-hmm. You can write it that way as, as well. And a little preview of what we'll talk about on Tuesday. The theme of all of Hebrews <laughs> is Jesus, Jesus is, better. is better, so Press on. So, press on. so there's going to be a lot of chapters here at the beginning where it's going to show Jesus is better than angels. Jesus is better than Moses. Moses better than Aaron, Aaron. Better than the high priests. Yeah. He's got a better covenant that's coming in. His sacrifice is better. He's a better priest. All those things. Yeah. So that so the fact that chapter one is about Jesus is better than angels fits into the whole theme yep. of the book. Yeah. And then we'll see in. The following chapters, so you need to press on, right? You need to serve and you need to follow him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We will talk about that in class. Okay. Bye, everyone.